Hi, I'm Jenny Wood, writer of Flutter and A Boy Like Me, and I'm listening to Adrian Has Issues because Adrian has issues and I do too. Hey everybody, welcome to Adrian Has Issues. As of this episode getting posted, it'll be about two and a half, almost three weeks since New York Comic Con. Now, <laughs> leading up to New York Comic Con, I had a lot of plans for things that I wanted to do when it came to the convention, which for multiple reasons, they fell through. But it's amazing how life works out because every time you think something like this will work out, you know, like that, that really corny saying, you know, when one door closes, another opens or a window, I forget how it goes, but you know what I mean? Basically when one opportunity falls through, another one pops up, but, um, without going into a whole long story, I just want to thank some people before we get into the show. First and foremost, I want to thank Buddy Scalera, uh, and Buddy Scalera and of course comic book school, which is his company, which aims to use comics as educational tools and you know in terms of like let's say marketing and how the actual structure of comic books are done he was a guest on my show i believe it was episode 62 entitled the buddy system uh he eileen and i had this great chat about marketing and a lot of it had to do with not only how you market your product, but also how you market yourself and how you are perceived and how you present yourself to the public, especially when it comes to uh, professionalism and, you know, be dealing with people on that level. And if you haven't heard that episode, it's a great one for anybody. If you are a aspiring comic book creator or if you're just someone who just wants to maybe take some of this and put into your own professional eyes, because even without comics, there's a lot of great information in that episode that I think people would really enjoy and really get into. A lot of my role in the year Comic-Con was actually assisting him as uh, we covered at least his block of panels on Friday morning and afternoon of New York Comic-Con. And basically between he and comic book school, his company, they host a series of educational panels uh, having to do with visual storytelling, um, plotting um, a comic and page layout from a script. Uh, there's another really great panel where he has a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Joe Casada, the chief creative officer of Marvel. And the two of them had this really great conversation about Joe Casada's work in comics and basically his uh, backstory and it was a really great one and we will be putting that out soon and the very last panel that buddy hosted and for a lot of reasons maybe the most important at least to me personally is called creator connection now what creator connection is from anybody who doesn't know the panel aims to basically get uh, various people whether they be promoters or comic creators or otherwise in a room getting them talking and basically just making connections happen. So, you know, they kind of sectioned everybody off for a little bit in one of the, the panel rooms where it's like, okay, if you're a writer, 
uh, colorist, inker, what have you. But by the end of it, everybody is kind of all over the place and pretty much just getting together, talking about their projects and best case scenario. The people that you meet can very well be your next creator team on your project. I can't even emphasize how important it is because doing those type of panels are crucial to the process. And it's also very difficult in some ways because you're pretty much putting yourself out there. And in a way, it's almost kind of like speed dating where you have a very short amount of time to get a conversation started. And yet what's great about it is even after the panel is over, uh, Jay Jacob Barker, who was on episode 63, um, he, among uh, several other uh, comic book personnel, started something called the Creator Aftercon Network. So basically, imagine it like, okay, so Buddy Scalera's panel gets everybody into the room, but obviously the panel is for a limited time only. So what the Creator Aftercon Network does is continue the conversation and what they do is they host um, an after party, so to speak. Um, this year was at Twins Pub in uh, Manhattan, like a couple of blocks from the Jacob Javits Center. And it was two nights this year. And the idea is just to continue the conversation in a very casual setting, you know, over drinks or food or what have you. And basically just get to know each other more. And this will be my second year going. And... You know, speaking of thanks and gratitude, you guys have heard Jay on the show and you've heard us speak before, but thank you, Jay Jacob Barker and the entire Creator Aftercon Network team for not only just being great people, but also allowing me to be a part of something that's great. And as much as I love talking about comic books and having people on my show, it's another thing entirely to get a bunch of people, you know, of like-minded individuals in a room discussing their work and it's such a, an inspiring experience being involved in creator aftercon really changed the trajectory of my show and eileen had said it on episode 62 the one with buddy sclera basically asking the question you know who do you want to be what are you all about and it's funny even though she posed it maybe slightly rhetorically i know uh jay has and i also did too as i took that to heart and realizing what is my mission? Like, what is my, uh, I guess, end game, for lack of a better term? That weekend pretty much strengthened my resolve because I'm not going to lie to you. It had been very rough going leading into this, and especially over the last few months. You know, I'm starting a new life or have started a new life, and I kind of questioned if I would be able to do this in the capacity that I wanted to, but, you know, I stuck with it. And thankfully with Eileen, who's heard so much of my, you know, constant frustrations with trying to get things going, but yeah, things have been great. And thanks to those guys for reaching out, supporting me and this podcast. And I love what I do. And I love talking to other creators. And I love just talking to people who are enthusiastic about what they do. Because that in turn inspires me and wants me to keep going with this. And there's so much more to say. But I just wanted to put it out there that this show, you know, it's been growing. It's slowly but surely, you know, it's starting to take notice. And I just want to thank everybody who's listened you know, other podcasters or friends of mine and basically just anybody who's gone out of their way to support this show. You know, there are but so many hours in a day. So even if you take a little bit of time to listen to this podcast, I can't thank you enough. And as the show grows, hopefully I'm able to do more things, 
And as those things happen, I'll hopefully be able to make more announcements about them. But, you know, that stuff takes time. So, again, thanks to Buddy. Thanks to Jay. And thanks to everybody who I have spoke to. And thank you for doing what you're doing. But, you know, I have a lot more to say. But, yeah, I don't want to take out all your time. Because the end of the show, I have a very awesome interview. And speaking of making connections at, you know, New York Comic Con and things like that. At the Creator AfterCon, on the there was two nights. The second night, uh, there was a great roundtable, which uh, hopefully we will be able to post the audio of that event, where we had some people like uh, Dennis Knight, who's a comic book writer and editor at Pronto Comics. Um, some former guests you probably heard here, uh, like Erica Schultz, uh, James Emmett, who has worked on some stuff for Wayward Raven Media, and he's also works with 451, so he's been on our show a few times. But on Friday night, I was introduced, uh, thankfully, to J.J. Barker, a really awesome lady by the name of Leanne Hamilton, who is a comic book artist, illustrator, graphic designer from Ireland. And she came to New York Comic Con. It was her first time being in the States and basically just trying to get herself out there. We had such a great time. It was very brief at the AfterCon. But then on Saturday afternoon, I had a chance to chat with her at Artist Alley a little bit, and the interview is only about 10 minutes long, but I had such a great time chatting with her, so once I'm done here, it's going to kick right into the interview, and definitely check out her stuff. I'm going to do a quick little uh, recap. Let's see, her handle on Twitter is The Bean itself, and she has a website called thecoolbean.net. Check out her art. It's fantastic, a very sweet lady, and I wish her all the, the best in uh her comic book creating endeavors so stick around uh agent has issues uh we're gonna be posting more of the audio from those panels very very soon um as it's only me doing the editing you know it, it takes a little bit of work but i can't wait to show you uh what i've been working on especially with those panels from buddy scalera and just one more plug thank you nerd sloth whom you know if you haven't heard Nerd Sloth, who used to be called BS Excluded a while ago, Dave rebranded the podcast network and I am partnered with them. So if you go to nerdsloth.com, you'll hear some great shows of theirs like Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom, Nerds on Tap, uh, Know the Lore. And there's just a lot of great shows there, but you can also find my show. And they're just a really fun podcast network. And I am so glad to be a part of what they have going on. But that'll do it for me. So without further ado, here is my interview with Lan Hamilton at New York Comic Con 2016. Do you like movies, television about comic books, and comic books themselves? Then you definitely need to listen to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, John, and Gabe. Available now on iTunes, Stitcher, and your local computer monitor. Hello, and welcome to Adrian Has Issues. I'm Adrian here at New York Comic Con 2016, Saturday Artist Alley. I'm speaking to a really fantastic illustrator, uh, sequential artist, and matter of fact, uh, you traveled quite a ways to come here, but she's really sweet, and I can't wait to chat with her, Leanne Hamilton. Leanne, how's everything? You're, you're too kind. Uh, everything is great. Thank you so much. We met very briefly uh, yesterday at the Creator AfterCon at uh, Twins Pub. 
Uh, shout out to Jay Jacob Barker and the Creator Actor Con team for doing what they do best is getting creators uh, connecting with other people. Mm -hmm. So as the story has, you come from, what was it, Ireland, correct? Yes. So this is your first New York Comic Con? Uh, yes, it's also my first time in New York. Altogether, really? So, yes. Oh, wow. It's so this must just be like really surreal for you. I, I guess I'm so jaded because the fact is I used to live in New Jersey and I live in Long Island. So coming to New York would be like maybe an hour at most on like a train or a bus, but you know, you yeah. basically hop in the pond, so to speak. So what's that experience been like? So far, I really, really like New York. It's the complete opposite of where I live. I kind of live more in the countryside, like a village in the countryside back home. And you know, I'd have to go on the bus or go on a train to get to any other civilization that's out there really. <laughs> New York ha is just been very stimulating as well. Like it's somewhere I've always wanted to go to. Right. I didn't know how I get to, but you know, New York Comic Con was around the corner. I applied for a professional pass. I got it, and through that, I was also invited to speak on the Comic Speed panel later on as well. So, oh, that's right, because um, so, that's really the panel. It was the European connection. So, um, I guess um, if you give a little bit of an idea as to what you'll be speaking about, um, I'll be representing Irish comics in general. I'll be speaking a bit about the industry that we have there. And it's sort of like a little industry that's kind of blossomed over the past three years. And I'm be I've been kind of part of it. There's people here who've been part of it as well. Like we're, we're sitting at Stephen Mooney's table at the moment, but like I've known him through Irish conventions as well. And, you know, I've met him formally. He's used to me hanging around his table the whole time here. <laughs> right. But um, it's it's quite close niche as well and that's kind of like the best thing about it like there's no infighting or any drama going on right just recently i was speaking to several creators one of them was from new york but was of jamaican descent and we were on a conference call an interview on skype and one of the creators was from vancouver british columbia yeah. and the other individual was from australia yeah. and it's like <laughs> I've, that was probably the furthest out i've ever did a podcast because they were like 12 hours basically in the future and i just love the fact that we as an industry are now at this place where we are getting so many great artists, writers, and creators, not even just from the U.S., but like I said, from like Ireland. And because yeah. I will admit, though, I'm just sort of new to, you know, the scenes abroad. Yeah. So I guess give a little bit of insight as far as like the comic book scene or at least the artist scene in Ireland. So um, yeah. is that, I guess, something that you feel is really sort of sort of thriving and starting to get built up at all? It's it's something that's like properly thrived now in the past few years um as far as i remember there's always been kind of irish comics but not as big a scale as say you know a frequent small independent publisher in the states for example one of the companies i'll be bringing up in my talk is a company called lightning strike who operate out of dublin but they've been really really good in kind of you know pulling up their britches and being able to pay their artists and creators as well and I think they're on their ninth or tenth issue so far. Like, oh, like, wow. Yeah. It's like they publish anthologies, like, you know, five-page anthologies that you see in 2018. That's that kind of format. But That's really cool. Yeah. And that's something that um, I mentioned like before, talking about talking to the other creators, is that that book that they're all working on was an anthology about, I guess, the immigrant experience and people from all these other places. So I just love the fact that, you know, that's now becoming a thing where people are sharing their stories. And it's not just all, and no offense, but... Art is more than necessarily just superheroes. So um, is there anything in particular that you have any other personal projects that you'd love to start or anything that, you know, you maybe would in the future love to work on? I would like to, 
I might have said it a couple of times last night. I would definitely like to get my foot in the door with an American publisher and right. do artwork, like because uh, I usually I usually self-publish my own stuff back at home, like uh, Fin and Fish and Catinis, and those are my kind of little creations. But right. I'd like to take the back seat for a while. And let someone else handle, you know, the editing and writing for once, right. you know. Because I can imagine that gets pretty hectic after a while. Yeah, I've had a few misprints kind of slip through the net. But, uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully they've been fixed since. But um, it'd be really nice to kind of, you know, bring my work kind of beyond, you know, whatever I can make within Ireland, to be honest. And, right. you know, I think New York is an excellent place to make those connections because it's basically, you know, the home of comic books almost. Well, exactly. American comics anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know it's kind of a loaded question for a lot of people, though, but I'm always interested in people's origins and where they came mm -hmm. from. So where did it all start? Like, what was it that inspired you to basically sit down on one day and say, you know what, I want to be an artist? It's a combination of um, just being exposed to cartoons and stuff. When I was much younger, I was a fan of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. It's called nice. Hero in Ireland. Uh, Ninja right. Turtles, I should Which, say. I, I don't mean to cut you off, though, because okay. I actually found this out fairly recently is that because I know at least in like the UK, like there's a bit of an like a thing with, I guess it was I guess the weapons or I guess censorship yeah. where a lot of those elements with like you know the weapons and like ninjas and things like that were very downplayed because I guess they felt that it would be too violent for children. So you're right, it got changed to hero terms. Yeah, uh, in the UK there's a bit of a crackdown on uh, you know people owning knives and stuff like that. It's right. just it was kind of strange there, but um. <laughs> You know, early cartoons would have been my first influence. I would kind of draw my favorite characters as well based on those. I used to also collect, you know, Archie has their own Sonic the Hedgehog comic series. Yes. I used to collect the Fleet, the Fleetway edition from oh, the UK, wow. Sonic the Comic. So I was literally, I got through most of my childhood, you know, until I was about 12 or 13, I was just reading Sonic the comic like uh, almost every fortnight and that's cool there was some great artists in there like Richard Elson those great storytellers and I just kind of wanted to be them when I grew up right but um the rest of my kind of influences came from reading a load of Japanese manga as well I kind of got into it before the wave kind of hit with Pokemon and all that and uh, when I went to college I kind of went back to studying more traditional animation and that sort of art style and I bounced on to you know, looking at more American comics, more European comics, things right. like that. It's just like whatever I would read, I would kind of absorb. And I think that was kind of helped by a kind of historical kind of significance around where I live. The county I live in, Meath, is people call it like the treasure trove of Ireland because a really? lot of ancient stuff has been found there, like the Book of Kells, for example, and... We have a passage grave that's like older than the pyramids, and that's no kind of like, way. Yes, way. It's like it's <laughs> as, as a history buff, <laughs> I'm getting really excited. So I'm like, I need a passport. I need to check this out. Oh yeah, you just have some very old stuff, but also it is significant to you know our Irish art and history and right. kind of where our style comes from. So it kind of helps, kind of like being smack bang in the center of that, really. <laughs> so that would influence my work later on as well. So That is great. Leanne, it's been so awesome to talk to you, and I know you got to get to your panel soon. It's but okay. before we go, please let everybody who may be listening know where they can find your work online. So any websites or social networking you wish to share, yes. please do. Okay, my main website is the uh, coolbean.net. That's T-H-E-C-O-O-L-B-E-A-N.net. 
And from there, you can find a lot of my, well, I have a personal gallery. I have samples of Kung Fu pages. I have bits of news on where I'll be going next. Like I'm a guest of honor at a Irish convention called Octacon next weekend. So Ooh. hopefully I won't be too destroyed from walking around New York by then. <laughs> no, seriously, I've had ibuprofen now to kind of keep my Oh, you kidding in. me? I have like, oh, I'm not going to tell you how much I have in here because yeah, it, it gets, you need it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, especially walking up here, but like. Again, I think it's like good pain. But, uh, right. But uh, my Twitter handle is uh, the the bean itself, and um, my Instagram is pian uh, which is the Irish word for pencil. P e a n n l u i. So very cool. Hopefully, Adrian will kind of give you that those details in text form <laughs> at some point. But yes. Awesome, Leanne. Thank you so much. And for thank everybody you, else, I really hope you enjoyed this. Please look up her stuff online, support her, because the art is fantastic. I've seen it myself. I'm not fooling here. And best of luck, and that'll do it for this episode of Adrian Has Issues, and we will see you next issue. Hey guys, I'm Adrian. And I'm His Issues. Wait, what? Hey guys, I'm Adrian. And I'm... Wait, wait, that's not right. Hey guys, I'm Adrian. And I'm Eileen. Tune in to the Adrian Has Issues podcast. Each week we chat with some great people. Including me from time to time. Comic book creators, comedians. Musicians and actors. Tax collectors, Zamboni drivers. (sighs) Point is, basically anyone willing to sit down for a geeky discussion or two on all things pop culture. Visit AdrianHasIssues.com where you can download and stream every episode. Especially the ones featuring yours truly. Visit Adrian Has Issues on Facebook and Twitter. And subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review and tell me how amazing I am. Us. I mean us. Ah, oh, McKenna, you're way cooler than I am anyway. Aw, oh, thanks, babe. Oh, and Adrian Has Issues is also a proud member of the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. Awesome. Nice save, Brodor. <sighs> Visit AdrianHasIssues.com.